Welcome to the Soulful Heart Current Podcast with your hosts, Gabriel Amara and Kasha Rakshana. We invite you into a sacred space of connection within you and with us as we digest our current healing and awakening processes, soul family community, and what's rumbling in the collective through the Soulful Heart lens. We hope this offers you a lighthouse and beacon of hope trust, and divine love in the storm. Thank you for tuning in from our hearts and souls to yours. And hello. Hello. Welcome to our post-solstice podcast. (laughs) It's a bit of a mouthful. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, So welcome again uh, to our next episode of the Civil Art Current. We, uh, We appreciate you being here, whoever you are. In the audience, taking time out to listen and be a part of the conversation, the conversation, the current itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very curious about how it's going for you. We'd love to have any sort of comments. Feedback would be lovely in any way, shape, or form you can. So we always leave those in the comments that you're able to do that. So it uh, mm-hmm. helps us feel like it's going somewhere, which is nice. It's going in between us, which is great. It's going yeah. into members of our community, which is really lovely. So that means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, we were feeling to extend a conversation that Kasha and I had on video on Facebook that we posted on Facebook. We posted it on our blog. Instagram. And Instagram. And YouTube. Right. So it's kind of all over the place there. Mm-hmm. So. For those of you that are just listening to us on the podcast via whatever platform you're on, uh, you can check check that out on our YouTube channel, which is called the Soulful Heart Experience, or just Soulful Heart Experience, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would make sense of what we're going into. Not that you have to in order to be into the conversation. Yeah, we'll just summarize where we uh, where we went and um, dovetail off of that anyway. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, So for the the focus was we did this on the solstice mm-hmm. and the feeling was to really connect with solar energy mm-hmm. and which is the, you know, the longest day of the year, the summer solstice for those of you that are of course in the Southern hemisphere is a completely different um, situation. You're in the winter solstice um, for yourself. So it's more a feminine activation maybe in the winter solstice, but the summer solstice is more this divine father, masculine. Right. Activation is what Which we were feeling. Still has influence, no matter where mm-hmm. you're living. You know, yeah. still has impact and has some significance uh, this, for you. So in some ways, it has to do with the solstice, and it doesn't mm-hmm. because it's just waves that are moving through right now. Yeah. Um, in terms of the ascension energies that are moving at the moment, there is, in general, a, a sacred masculine, divine masculine activation. We were actually feeling this differentiation this morning between the sacred masculine and the divine masculine. Sacred is actually so you just switch two you switch one let two letters around and you get scared. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because a lot of men that actually I've seen even on Facebook or something and they claim to be a part of the sacred masculine but they're really scared. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fear in them in different ways and you can feel the fear is subtle perhaps, but um, it's you can just get a sense that they're still in some process around allowing their king to arise, truly mm-hmm. arise, and discovering what that even is for them and in their own uniqueness and their personal expression of the divine masculine, which mm-hmm. is connected to divine father and your divine self. 
And I would say there's an equivalent for women. It's not just the sacred feminine, it's the divine feminine embodiment, mm-hmm. which feels like a tall order, and it is. Um, it's an ongoing journey, but it's so um, amazing to just step into those waters and see what it brings up. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the solstice thing was just something to wrap around oh, absolutely. in some ways. And, and it can... was specifically an activation, you know, for right. you and for whoever else that day. Right. So yeah. the solstice did kind of represent mm-hmm. something significant. Yeah, whenever you have something that's a collective thing, mm-hmm. it puts it, the intention, you know, puts an energy into the field. Yeah. And so whatever you put into that field, there's going to be lots of um, rumbles that'll happen from that and lots of activations. And so it felt good to talk about that um, for me personally, for mm-hmm. my own journey with within the masculine and with the feminine. Um, and so the, the whole theme was just kind of this arising of the divine masculine mm-hmm. and our relationship to divine father frequencies. And, uh, you know, when you're mentioning the scared piece... You know, when we're talking about what's going on in the world today, you know, there is a lot of anxiety that lives either on on our sleeves right Mm -hmm. up front, or it could be kind of under the water table, so to speak. And I know that for me, back in the past, you know, right around 2008, 2009 is when I really started to uh, awaken to a lot of things, uh, to things that are going on in the world. And what is possible and the agenda and all that stuff, a a big swell of anxiety came up inside of me. Mm. And then in that anxiety was then how do we relate to that anxiety? We either could run and hide from it and just close the shades and go underneath the comforter and just hide from the world. And and, and that way we could entertain ourselves to death in in complete amusement um, and just ignore what's going on truly. Then there was, oh my God, there's lots of stuff going on. What can I do? What is the actionable steps that I can take to help even assuage this anxiety? I want to do something about it. I don't, so it was, it wasn't none of it, none of those things was really actually about voluntarily feeling the anxiety, the fear that mm-hmm. lies underneath that. And so I think you're right. There's some way where the masculine has different ways of dealing with that. There's depression, uh, there's transcendence, and and then there's some sort of form of kind of warrior kind of, I'm going to take action around this. Um, And so that's what I did in some ways. You know, I kind of prepped and planned and read and all sorts of stuff, which just kind of made it worse and worse in some ways. So is there another masculine that lives in the space? And I think that's what we're kind of exploring yeah. is this divine masculine. What would the divine masculine do? How would it, f- what does it feel? How does it act based on that feeling is the larger question is, is I think that's what we're looking for. Cause I think that, you know, we can hear a lot on social media and echo chambers of all sorts of things is like, where are the men? Um, they need to show up. And there's a bit of a rage and understandable, you know, I think there has been a bit of a, a softening in some ways mm-hmm. of hiding of, of the true divine masculine mm-hmm. and women are calling it out and men are calling it out. So, you know, from your perspective, Kasha, what do you, what is that? What is that calling out mean? I know you were kind of having, you had a bit of a, a thing around that calling out piece. 
well, around masculine. It's like the calling out and the reading out of the masculine by the feminine actually doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel right. And to some degree, sure, we do need to be there and not caretake the masculine. And, and we need to ask for what we need in support. But we also have to recognize our half of the equation and there is something that it's a habit on both sides, on the masculine side and the feminine side, and that's to read each other out, which to me doesn't invite intimacy. So when I feel something and I share it around what the masculine might be going through, I used to do that just from feeling my own masculine, what my own masculine was going through inside of me. And now that I'm no longer single and I don't have such a strong masculine anymore, he's still kind of here, but it's more uh, feeling what Gabriel has been moving through himself, even over the years, or what you're digesting in the context of what's moving for the masculine right now. That helps me understand it a bit clearer and in conversation with you with an open heart, I can feel it out with you. And the same thing with Raphael. Mm -hmm. You guys are, are, to me, examples of the divine masculine. And it's just claiming that for you both, I think. is I think it's just it's that claiming. What I felt quite strongly, actually, what arose in the video we did the other day was this claiming of the throne. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't have to be with an energy of battling at all. It doesn't have to be a fight for the throne. It's not actually. The throne is yours. Every man has their throne. Every woman has her throne to sit on as a queen. And it's a sacred initiation process, but it's also a sacred arising from your will to arise, your readiness to arise. And I feel that as much for myself as a feminine as I do for the masculine. But I can, I'm saying stuff like this not because I'm trying to read out what's going on with the masculine and call out and like bitch slap the masculine into awakening. That's not my intention. That's not my heart. I don't want to do that. I'm not, that to me is actually anti-men mm -hmm. rather than understanding that men are going through something that we as women don't understand mm -hmm. and vice versa. It's just as true. Men do not have a womb. They don't understand some of what our womb can hold, has held, and probably shouldn't hold anymore, and why that's such a big process for us. So uh, that the sacred intimacy of sacred romances and even sacred friendship, like even when Gabriel and I were just friends, it was still something that felt to be respected. Yeah. You know, we don't toe the line with each other so much and, and read each other out. Um, that comes from a fear, and I've definitely done that. And that's I'm kind of reformed in that way, I suppose, and I still do that in moments. But it, we're not here to be perfect. So, but it's more just I think I'm saying all of this just as an invitation to feel this all from another angle and bring more compassion into the space. Mm -hmm. Men cannot arise as kings without our compassion as women, yeah. and we can't arise as queens without their compassion right. as men. Yeah. That's important. I, I like that. I always appreciate that when I feel uh, a woman or the feminine, you know, getting that, having their truth about their relationship mm -hmm. to men and to the masculine, which is real. It's not which not there's to, a lot of pain there, but that's more to the patriarchy, right? And the matrix hijacked masculine than it is about the masculine, right? The core masculine, right. which I think we were we were tapping into mm -hmm. in that in that video that we had yeah. a couple of days ago was this I, this distinction between what we what I call the matrix masculine, and then of course the patriarchy is a part of that. You know, it's an aspect of that. Mm -hmm. um, 
And so then it's the it's that ping off of that matrix masculine, the wounded masculine that and there's something there to be real about. There's a rage toward it, but then where then do we turn and have compassion and understanding and openness around right. how do we help heal that? And then how what can we do to create the that the environment for the arising of this divine masculine? What can women do mm-hmm. to support that? What can men do to support each other in that is the bigger a bigger question. Um, and, and I think just having the conversation here is the first step. Being in union with an, with a woman and you with a man, masculine and feminine, we get to work these edges together mm-hmm. and, and be in that. And we're doing something, I feel, collectively yeah. for the collective. I just felt to um, maybe um, give an example of what we navigate as a couple mm-hmm. because I think that might help Mm-hmm. Some people who are also aching for sacred union or mm-hmm. in one, and they want to know mm-hmm. how we're doing it. And this is not the way, mm-hmm. obviously. And we have these strong models in Raphael and Jalel, who, by the way, we're hoping to have on very soon mm-hmm. to introduce themselves and have some deeper conversations around these topics and more. Um, but so, what would you say to that, Gabriel? Just what you've experienced in our union as a man, and how what you've felt on your side as the nourishment for conflict? Well, I think, yeah, there's, you know, the nourishment is definitely being in that feminine state and being in much more flow, uh, I think, trust Mm -hmm. and less rigidity Mm -hmm. and less mental body. Except when I go into my mental body. (laughs) Right. Well, we can, yeah, of course. We We do that together. We can can, uh, go into that and, uh, what's the word, collude together Mm -hmm. in that. Um, but it's, it's really going from the head to the heart and really being with feeling is, has been the, um, the gift in all of that. And I know that, you know, even in my past relationships, you know, just struggling to get into my heart and really be honest with what I'm feeling is difficult for the masculine because we're just so conditioned to be in the head and in protection, um, it was well. And it's then a lot of also, right, in the masculine, which are understandable. Yeah, and to get over the feeling that we have to provide for the feminine, that we have to caretake the feminine, that we owe something to the feminine, you know, that's just been that ongoing piece that's been challenging too. Of when does that come up, and uh, what is that all about, and what is my relationship to that, and how can I be in my own truth and my own sovereignty and my own power, as well as being in an open-hearted um, back and forth. Mm-hmm. with you um, and how do we navigate that together our differences or similarities um, and places where it feels like we're very far apart um, when, but when we get into the vulnerability of it we find ourselves much closer together uh, in the shame gestalt yeah. um, so I think for the masculine you know these sacred unions are very there can be trying grounds for sure there's no doubt about that I think they're very challenging Especially with a strong-willed feminine, mm-hmm. yes, um, who also has leadership qualities mm-hmm. that um, you know I personally need my leadership, as do you. We're here to serve, not just through this podcast. We're here to embody what we're what the work that we've done and serve. However, we're called, and that does require an arising in both of us and a leadership in mm-hmm. both of us, and that can become very challenging in union because that giving and taking of leadership 
roles or finding ways to collaborate. Sometimes that's created a bit of a clash between us, but then it's mm. also created this beautiful garden, like this podcast, right. that is born of both our hearts and our hearts entwined, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. And I think that's something that is a picture of, you could say, New Lemuria, mm -hmm. Golden Earth, um, everything that is arise that wants to arise from the ashes of everything that is still being incinerated yeah. from the matrix. It just feels like that union is so. It's it's arising <laughs> for everyone for the whole planet. Yeah, and um, it's this is just an example. Yeah. of uh, what's being navigated. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely a lot that can arise mm -hmm. in. In your own space, yeah. Um, I think you can work a lot, but there's oh, yeah. a, there's a ceiling to it. There's only yes. so much I think that you can do with your own masculinity or femininity uh, mm -hmm. on your own. I think there really does need to be the grist uh, of and the the back and forth of union yeah. uh, and intimacy that really em embodies that, really brings it into the real space. Otherwise you can get too isolated into yourself. And I think men easily have that potential of just going into their cave, as does the masculine and women. You know, when we talk about the masculine, we're just not referring to men. Uh, we're referring to, obviously, the masculine energy that lives in women as well. Uh, it's just not as embodied, right? It's just an energy that And in lives. some women it is. Right. It's more... Some women have more masculinity than yeah. others, just like some men have more femininity exactly. than others. Right. It's it's just what's real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just a, di a different thing when we talk about that. So if you're yeah. a woman listening to this... I, There's I, something in this for you. <laughs> yeah, I invite you to feel your masculine. Mm -hmm. I was feeling this morning, you know, if, you know, women that have this kind of rage toward, quote, the masculine or men... If That's a masculine like, quite often inside of them. Yeah, it's a go in to that inward mm -hmm. rather than the external thing, go into that. Yeah. Um, I think as men, too, if men are calling out other men, it's like, get up, you know, do this and do that. And, you know, let's, let's yeah, join together. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's an energy there that I like, right? There's this something, there camaraderie. There's that, that masculine camaraderie. Brotherhood. That's the, the brotherhood piece that comes out. And that's really... That I feel like men are just aching for is that feeling of brotherhood. Um, and yet that's still an externalized thing. Mm -hmm. It's also to feel, I invite men to feel their own divine masculinity within. Mm -hmm. And I think you, we need to go through our relationship, and I mentioned this in the video, our relationship to our own fathers around this, uh, as well as to our mothers, because they have been a huge blueprint uh, to us in a relationship to yeah. what we consider masculine and feminine. And so I, this has always been something I've been working on for myself is how has my own masculine been, uh, project, projecting some sort of this matrix masculine, this wounded masculine. I have to sift through all of this stuff, um, to get to my divine masculine, to get to father, to be able to feel him. In the pure way that you do. Right. Exactly. It, it, that hasn't come without years of cultivating that and feeling your relationship. If you hadn't felt your relationship with your own birth father so deeply and said no to him, to mm -hmm. that false father energy, then you wouldn't be able to let in divine father. Yeah. Even remotely in the pure way that mm -hmm. you are. And it's the same thing with mother. It's the same process, letting go of birth mother, false mother in order to... And, of course, false mother and false father expresses in so many different domains, not just so literally, but 
to let in Divine Mother is such a sacred ongoing journey as well, letting her in deeper and deeper, and that's just as needed right. as Divine Father. Yeah. Um, but in union, it's like you support each other mm-hmm. to feel that. I My embodiment of Mother supports your embodiment of Father and so mm-hmm. on. And it now we're parenting a cat, <laughs> and we are parenting this podcast, and so there's things that are being born of that union, right. that divine union between yeah. us. Yeah. That is, I think, what real divine union is, mm-hmm. is that union of the divine mother and divine father within. Yeah. Not just priestess and priest, mm-hmm. or druidess and druid, mm-hmm. or anything magical like that, that you've probably tapped into in your metasoul, as we have, but even going even higher than that into the divine self union and reunion between you. Mm -hmm. That is very tender ground and very, very vulnerable, as you were saying before, too. Um, Just being able to bring your truth to each other and then also have this tenderness and sensitivity toward each other. Absolutely. It's a dance. Mm -hmm. We've had nine years of it going in and out of relationship and that's been very tender for us as well is just feeling what can't transact between mm-hmm. the masculine and feminines mm-hmm. uh, within us and then how how that translates in our relationship right and what it needs yeah. for the most watering um, and the so. the relationship acts as a you know as a mirror too Absolutely. to all the yeah. shadow aspects mm-hmm. to it it's like how do you see that when you're by yourself um, and that's not a man like you need to get into a relationship, that kind of thing. It's just that, um, it, it does provide a, another level of mirror. There's people around you in your life. I'm sure that certainly offer you as offer a mirror, but there's something about being in deep, intimate union, uh, is even yeah. much deeper thing. And as we were talking here, you were mentioning the thing about the, the priest and priestess and stuff. And I, I keep feeling these uh, archetypes, you know, that are talked about with the masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Divine Father, you know, he encompasses all of them. The most popular, of course, I think for men that have done anything around uh, sacred masculine men's work and all that stuff. That's the Thomas More stuff around the king, lover, magician, mm-hmm. and the sage uh, are the four kind of common things. Right. And there's multitudes of different uh, archetypal things, but... There's something in that that we get focused on one or the other um, when we're trying to be in this healing. Do you feel like that's physical too? Like yeah. you just have a phase of being one or the other depending mm-hmm. on your life phase that right. you're in right now exactly. and what's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a fa- you know, there's a phase where a man feels like he needs to be in his warrior phase. He has to go out there. And I you have like to. I have you that. have to do that. You right. know, like we can't mm-hmm. sit here and say, "Well, that's wrong," and right. wag our fingers at it. It's more we're not in that phase. We're beyond mm-hmm. that phase. I would say we've both had our versions of that. Right. That doesn't have to be your cap. It's not your ceiling. Right. That's exactly. not. You're not just going to be a warrior. You're going to yes. evolve beyond that too, yeah. and will keep evolving beyond where we are mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The evolution of those archetypes is interesting yeah. to me. How yeah. do they shift and change? Yes, and how do they integrate inside mm-hmm. of you? How yeah. can you? How can they? They're all present in us at all times. Feeling our king, feeling your warrior when it needs to be a warrior, um, feeling the lover, you know, uh, the artist, the the sensitive uh, in the space, and the sage, the one that can see the bigger context, can yeah. really, you know. So there's lots of truth to all of that stuff. And uh, I think there's, there is healing in all of that. And there's also, you know, again, he talks about the, the sort of leading edge of it. And then there's the shadow trailing edge of, of all of those things. 
And I know that when I've talked with men before in sessions before, there's just men that's just like they're wanting to have feel more power. They want to feel more leadership. They want to feel more of their sexuality. You know, they I want to be this divine masculine thing. And so there's just clearly something that's missing that feels like there's missing in that. I, I can attest to that, that there's this feeling that I was missing some form of something, mm-hmm. what I would call my masculinity. Um, certainly I've had a lot of water in me. And then there's been a relationship to the fire. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as the air and the earth. Yeah. Um, and so I think this whole idea of masculinity and the divine masculine is really up for its <clears throat> renewal, this lease renewal kind of, you know, what is it? Um, what do we want it to be? Um, and I think is the ongoing exploration. And I think we can feel that in terms of what it is not. And we can feel what it is not when yeah. we're in relationship to other people. Well, even in relationship to yourself, feeling those sages and those priests and those warriors and those kings in your medicine mm-hmm. is really powerful. And we do that work. This is where the parts work goes quantum mm-hmm. in Soul Heart. Um, why it doesn't just stop at parts. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so much else that we navigate with you in sessions and within ourselves. So you can take each of these archetypes and you can do a soul exploration around it and go, whoa, is, mm-hmm. what is this that's in me? Why do I have this strong pull toward the warrior? Who's the soldier mm-hmm. or who's the warrior in my metasoul that I need to connect with that's super activated right now that's coming through? So that's all very interesting. The other piece that I felt as you were sharing, Gabriel, was about this is where the feminine comes in inside of you is feel, feeling your inner feminine, which all men have one, just as all women have an inner masculine that's activated at different phases of your life, perhaps. But this is where the access to divine mother's watering of your masculine really helps as well, right? Because it's like, um, just as, as, a fem- as a feminine, I need mother, but I also need father because he, he offers a different mirror right. just as I need you to be a mirror yeah. um, as a masculine. Yeah. <clears throat> it's in that contrast and sometimes the polarized energies that you can feel all these different aspects. You can feel these parts. You can feel these modalities or whatever it is mm-hmm. arising. And you can start to feel, because of the contrast with father, sometimes it helps me feel my real feminine. Yeah. Being with Gabriel helps me feel my feminine. It waters my feminine in this different way. Um, even you know, hanging out with uh, Raphael, because he has this other f- masculine energy that is different than yours mm-hmm. in some ways, I get something, my feminine gets something different from being around him. Mm-hmm. So it's for you, it's like being with mother has watered so much of your masculine and mm-hmm. helped you feel those edges and soothe them and also helps you heal from those false father relationships that you've had and, right. and false, false brother and false mother. Mm-hmm. And then she's also, she also waters you through your connection with me, connection with Shalel, Rayana, mm-hmm. B, you know, all these people in our community, our beloveds. It's just a different, um, different mirrors. Yeah. But the masculine without the feminine is incomplete. And the yes. feminine without the masculine is incomplete. Right. We cannot be polarized forever. We need to work those polarities. Yeah. That's why they're there. But mm-hmm. they also keep things interesting. Yes. And I think in some ways, when we were talking about these archetypal things and we, we mm-hmm. come up with the warrior, because the warrior is just something that's very much in the space it's right prevalent. now. very prevalent, yeah. That I think it's the connection with the, the feminine that that warrior becomes the love ambassador, mm-hmm. right? It's the, it's the right. integration of the two and where the love ambassador comes in. 
um, and how deeply you resonate with that is one thing. I think there are many men that could resonate with that term uh, as opposed to warrior. It's, mm-hmm. it's all included. It's all inclusive in there. It all exists. It doesn't mean that we just sit on our butts and do nothing. I'm love ambassador. Hello. <laughs> Give him flowers. I'm totally passive. I'm completely passive. I have no, you know, yeah, no, that's not it. The the love ambassador to me is is infused with that that warriorness when it needs to be. It's it's very it's fire. Active. I would it's say fire. it's a sacred fire, mm-hmm. just like I had in our video, and you had too. Right. Bringing that fire through is just as important as the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to detonate something. Yeah. And you have to penetrate something and then, um, it, but it still moves because your heart is open. Yeah. So it's different. That's a very different energy Mm -hmm. than bringing your fire and your truth and letting it evolve Mm -hmm. as well. Letting go of it, even as you say it and out it. Yeah. Um, And you mentioned in the video too, talking about a relationship to that penetration, to that intensity. Uh, some of us may have a soul history of that and we're on the Mm -hmm. kind of the, um, uh, uh, recuperating from that. And so there's a fear not of actually to harming, harm, not especially, wanting to do harm, especially mm-hmm. maim or kill, right. which has happened. Yeah. And so it's, you're kind of up against that sometimes too. I think, especially yeah. as a masculine, you need to feel that one. Yeah. And then become, you become neutered in that. We've yeah. You about can that. become neutered. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you just avoid conflict or truth telling altogether, even if like you're completely right on yeah. actually about what you need to say. Yeah. So, or the questions that you need to ask yes, exactly. <laughs> about things that that's something that's missing mm-hmm. too, is just question asking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's again, a whole a, a big, deep, we can keep going with this as we mm-hmm. can always with things, but it feels like to scratch the surface of that, sure. uh, just coming from our solstice conversation. Uh, so for all the men that may be listening out there, you know, this is a big journey for all of us. It has been for me and I'm here to, um, help serve that and hold space for that and support it, um, in any way that you feel that would be resonant for you, you know, mm-hmm. so we can have a conversation around that. You know, I've offer a free 45 minute call that you and I can just sit and talk about what the issues are and what you feel like you're wanting to birth mm-hmm. out into the world. And then we can, you know, talk about how Soulful Heart can support that and right. navigate that. And also then for women too. Yeah, Gabriel well. serves women as well. So mm-hmm. if you're a woman who's drawn to his heart and his space holding, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I am serving two women right now, younger women, to mm-hmm. help them with their own relationship to their fathers, to their masculine and help, you know, bridge mm-hmm. that gap within so that it's not creating some externalized um, stuff, yeah. but it can get felt internally. And then it creates a whole new, uh, dynamic. You know, as one woman we're working with, she's starting to heal all this stuff and it's creating a new queen like energy. And in that we're noticing that there's this draw to her because of this new sort of embodied queen energy. Yep. Uh, and so that has its own sort of things to navigate around there, but you know, there is something new about problems, working. New, yeah. kind, new good kinds of problems. Yeah. So there's that yeah. for women too. Yeah. And I serve women as well. And so if you're drawn to what I'm sharing, I welcome I welcome that. And also, um, Gabriel and I do offer all the facilitators actually in Soulful Heart. Raphael and Shalel are amazing facilitators. Obviously, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be here without them. Yeah. Um, so if you're curious to talk with one of us about the process and how it could serve you, we do offer free 45 minute intro calls. Um, so we welcome we do definitely welcome that or a conversation about that. Just get in touch with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well. 
Thank you for being with us Thank today you. and hope yeah. that rumbled something and yeah. illuminated something, or activated something or <laughs> whatever it did, please. Moved you in some way. Yeah, let us know. Please yes. give us a comment or uh, some sort of... Thumbs up or something. Thumbs up anything to help us. <laughs> we're, we're not driving the dark. We've gotten some very thoughtful comments on YouTube, yes. actually. We've gotten a couple, and um, it's really good because it does spark more conversation, and this could just be ongoing. We talk about this all day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, everybody. All right. Much love. All right. Take care. Bye for now. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us in the Soulful Heart Current. If you feel drawn to what we spoke about and are curious about sessions with one of us, we offer a free 45-minute intro call to talk with you more about how we may be able to serve you in this process. We also invite you to join our online community called the Soulful Heart Portal, where we can deepen with those that are resonant and in desire for more sacred connection. Links are posted in the description. No matter what degree of connection you feel with us and our community at this time, we hope that this podcast has offered you something to take in and digest. Much love.